Up From Work podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 89 of the podcast. This is your host, Dave Swillam. Happy to have you tonight. For those that didn't watch on Instagram and are listening to this on podcast form, I just did this a second time because I didn't remember to record like a noob. Tonight's going to be another single episode. I told the people hanging out on Instagram tonight that we will have this episode done before the pass game tonight because I know that a lot of you guys are New England-based. We have people from all over the world that listen, and a lot of New Englanders on here. I can see that in your, your stats on my podcast platform. I can see all that. So I know that we probably all want to see these paths, so I'll get this in. For those that haven't heard any of the single episodes where I don't have a guest on the show, because most of the time I, I have a guest where I'm interviewing creatives, entrepreneurs, musicians, things like that, the single episodes are so that I can really do a deep dive into a singular topic because when you have a guest on, there's so much information I'm trying to get from them and things from their life experiences that are very unique to them that I like to make sure that I squeeze out of that rock while I have on that podcast. So single episodes kind of let me deep dive into something more and also make it a quicker episode for people because a lot of these are an hour or more. These usually tend to be about half hour, something like that. Uh, so tonight I, I was starting to talk before I'm actually recording and also actually, actually recording this episode with Mr. Mosier here. And I was talking about, he was asking about the project. We were talking about how the boring shit is usually the most important, but it's really hard to do. And the reason why is not flashy and it's not like entertaining to us as we do it. And it's not always as rewarding to do. And so it either doesn't get done or, or it just gets done slower or it's just really friggin' hard to do basically. And so him talking about that, that's not what tonight is about, but it kind of is in a way because tonight I wanted to do on accountability and holding accountability on yourself as a creative, as a business owner, as whatever it is that you do out there, if you're trying to get things accomplished, you need to have accountability in your life. And I think that most of you listening to this show are trying to get some stuff done. I think usually, even if it's not for like a full-time thing, it's just like you're trying to get something done usually. And so accountability is extremely important to make that happen. It is extremely important for those boring times that Dominic and I were just chatting on really quick where you need something in place that's more than your motivation. You need something in place that's more than your energy or your drive or ambition. You need accountability to not, you need accountability, and, and really that comes through habits that do not fail you in any way. They need to be something that's more than what you have in the chamber because I think. You know, any of you could attest to being motivated in some way or driven in some way. If you're listening to the show, you're probably trying to do something. And I, I really 
think and know, I guess, like I, I know that I'm a very ambitious, driven person. I do a lot of actions. I move and, and do things a lot, but it doesn't mean that I always want to. It doesn't mean that I'm like unstoppable and like around the clock. It, it's, there are days that I have that I'm tired or like tonight, I th- like right before I came on tonight, I was straight up telling my wife that I did not want to come and podcast tonight. Not because I don't like you guys, not because I didn't feel like, like I had value to say with this topic, but because, because I'm human, right? Because I, I get tired because I had a long day. I got up really early and uh, you know I'm just tired. And so having habits and things in place to hold you accountable to what you're trying to do is extremely important as a creative or a creator of any sort. Because it forces you to keep moving forward even when it's very, very difficult or when it's boring, to Dominic's point. So I want to talk about that a little bit. What are some things that you do in your life to hold accountability on yourself to the results that you're trying to get? And if there are none or not a lot or you're not consistent on them, what can you do to change that? Is what I want to talk about. I think that. Right now, I mean, at this point, I'm a couple of episodes ahead on the podcast. I I have another two coming out. So this is going to come out actually at a good time here because this is going to be out for you who are not on IG right now on podcast. You're you're actually going to be listening to this like pretty damn close to right before the new year. And that actually is perfect because a lot of people naturally take that time to reset. They start new diets new exercise programs. They start, maybe they start the new business. Maybe they start a website or they start something in the new year. And I personally am not one of the people that thinks that's bad. I don't think that it's bad that there's a time of year that like forces you to do that. Uh, I'm doing it as well. I, I have like new business things that I'm waiting for, you know, Q1 of 21 to start. I have certain projects that I'm waiting for 2021 to start because I want it to start that way. It's just something about it. I don't think that it's bad to start things with the new year like that. Obviously, I don't want you to to hold out if you're in, you know, February, March, and you're like, I'm going to wait until 2022 and, and just use it to procrastinate. I think that that is bad. But I'm not super opposed to these new things, these new habits, these new things that you're picking up that you want to do starting in January. But what I am opposed to is when you start things that you don't actually intend in seeing through, or you don't have any plan in place to see through so that it actually means something. Because then then it's really like, why bother, right? Because if you have nothing that's going to hold you accountable to doing that, why are you doing it? You know, like you really, really want to keep whatever it is that you're actually trying to do. And so that's where accountability comes in and, and what things can you do to hold yourself accountable? There's tons of different ways. Sometimes it's, it's just you. Sometimes it is habits or systems that you put in place. Sometimes it's other people. And you just have to be careful and self-aware and choose the things that matter for the things that you're trying to do. It's different for each person. Everyone needs something different. They need something different for each project. It's all going to be down to that. So that's why it's a little bit difficult for me to talk on it because I don't know what you're working on specifically. It could be different for all of you. 
I guess I'll just talk about what, what brought this up for my head. I realized that one way, first of all, that I think is when I'm talking to people on the phone, even right now when, I, when I'm podcasting to you guys, I, I do this sometimes during the podcast. When I'm in conversation with people or trying to think my way through things or brainstorm or organize my thoughts, a lot of times I write things in like charts and flow and, and projects. I do the same thing too. I have like charts and, and, and where does that move to? Where's the energy going and, and what things along the way are moving at project management, right? But I realized that when I wrote things like that down on notebooks for that, for that specific thing, the notebooks would go somewhere where it didn't hold me accountable because I would, I would write these ideas or write this plan, but I would be able to very easily pass that notebook or not open it or leave it on a shelf or something. Like I have it on my desk right here, but it just doesn't seem to always leave that spot. Right. So I realized that I needed that form to come up with my plans, but it wasn't holding me accountable to the plan because I was able to tuck it away. So my wife and I, we have this new property. We have a lot of stuff that we're working together on, a lot of scheduling and, and things that we're working on together and we need to be aware of together. We also both have our own stuff going on and we're trying to keep away that we are also working on separate things and trying to keep those organized. And with the notebook, it just, it wasn't, finding a way to get that information so that my wife could see it. It also wasn't holding me accountable. So we legit bought the biggest whiteboard that you could ever see in the planet. And we have it mounted in our dining room. I'll probably for this episode on the website, I'll put a picture up because it looks ridiculous. And I was talking to Aaron Newhart, who was on this podcast before. I forget what episode. I'm sorry, Aaron. But I was talking to her the other day and I was like, is it weird as shit that I have a giant whiteboard in my dining room mounted to the wall? And she's like, yeah, it is. But like, it makes sense for like what you're doing. It's not weird. Like you're trying to manage a a new big project and you're literally project management. But having that on the wall every day, what it does is every single day I am confronted by what is happening with the goals on there. And even if it's small or subtle or quick, it has an accountability of forcing me to look and realize and be aware of and where I'm pacing at with these goals and things that I'm trying to do for either the project or my thoughts or my way to achieve something or my actual like little goals and things like that and my joint goals with my wife. So it's, it's solving a bunch of different problems in communication and like things like that. But the biggest thing is when I wake up in the morning, I already have other things that I've been doing to hold myself accountable to certain things, but that I have to walk by. And, and, and even if it's a short amount of time, I contemplate it and I I reassess really quickly. Okay. Where am I at with that? Okay. And it just helps me have it in front of my face like that. It's like straight up next to where I eat my food. So I, I have to be aware of it. Right. And that's a little bit of an extreme example. Not not everyone out there needs to go and, and put a whiteboard up in their dining room. I, I you know, if that's gonna stress you out or something, don't do that. Or if you have a nice house, like this place is still not fixed up in any way. So it's like doesn't matter to me to put that up. It doesn't look nice in here now yet. And that's the point of this. But you don't have to do something crazy like that or as extreme as that, but whatever works for you to do something that makes you stare at 
what you're trying to do every day or hold yourself to getting something done, then do it, even if it's really weird. So like to go through a couple of other examples on there, the whiteboard was just like one that made me actually think of talking about accountability for creatives or why it's important and what it does for you. But journaling daily, I've said on here a lot. And and don't overthink that. It doesn't have to be a novel. I don't write a lot. I think like, let me see, I'll do this and I'll check this out. My last one, it's been very simple lately. Look at this. There's straight up three things on here. Usually I write more than that, but I've been reading the book, The One Thing, and it's made me focus on, I know it's three things, but it's made me focus more on just the biggest tasks for the day. But either way, I usually like to write what I'm trying to do long-term, what my vision is that I'm trying to achieve for this project. And then my goals, short, medium, and long, but it depends on the day. I do change it up. Lately, I've been very scattered trying to accomplish too many things that are not the thing that needs to be done the soonest. So I've been more simple. And I've just been writing like two or three things that have to be done that day. Or like, because I'm reading this book, the one thing, sometimes I'll put one thing there and it straight up says this has to be done. And I want to try to get that done as fast as I can in the day before I'm not motivated anymore, or I'm less motivated or more energy is taken away from me. But that is an accountability because it's a habit that forms the accountability, right? Because if I'm tired, it doesn't matter. If I'm tired, I still write that in the morning because I have to write it because I know that every day I write. So it's, it's a habit of writing every single day and then reading it at night. I usually read before I go to bed and just kind of judge myself and grade myself off of it. And we'll talk about that in a sec. But it's a habit that forces me to hold accountability because it forces me to say, did you get it done or not? You said to me, right? This is David versus David, me versus me. You said that you would get this thing done today. You did or did not get it done. You didn't get it done. Why? Why did I not get that done? Oh, because of this. How did you get that done? You did. Great. What's the next thing? Same thing with the whiteboard. I'm walking past it. Oh, what's going on here? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I totally haven't gotten that done yet. I need to get that done. Or, oh yeah, we're not at that point yet. Why? What's going on? There are little things that hold you, your feet to the fire. They're, it's something that, that is formed that is holding you to doing it. And I guess like an, another thing in general would just be putting dates and actions to it will hold you accountable by the nature of that, because now it is a action that's happening at a time and it basically has to happen. So like all of this really roots down to, we are motivated by positive and negative things that are on the other side of whatever the thing is that's happening, right? So when we look at the journal piece, nothing actually bad happens, but what you'd say is that if I didn't accomplish the task, like I would feel bad about it. I'd be like, why the hell did I do that? That sucks. Right. So there's a negative thing on the other side of that. Or if I get it done, the positive thing is that I get closer to that goal. And holding meetings in, in times like that with other people that you're collaborating with or with individuals that you're sharing what it is that you're trying to work on, 
that can be really helpful because you would feel bad about missing or canceling the meeting, right? You would feel bad about wasting that person's time. If you do have a meeting with someone else, you'd feel bad about wasting their time. But you'd feel really good if you got something productive happening with the meeting. You'd feel really good if you got what it was achieved that you wanted to work with them. So here's an example for musicians out there. I had to do this the other day because I felt it. I realized that a single, like a split single that I'm working on with another artist out there, Etheric and B-Snare, awesome. Go check them out. Great artists. But I'm doing a split single with them. My band and their band are, are doing a single. and so. I needed to, I wasn't getting that single done. Like we've tracked a lot of it. The ball's kind of in my court right now and I'm just not doing it. And the reason being is just because I'm straight up busy. Like I am, I have a lot more clients coming in on the side doing uh, music and audio and podcasting and, and a lot of clients coming in like that. I still have my day job. I have this reno project. I have this podcast. Like I'm just a busy ass dude and that's okay, but I'm not getting this thing done. Right, the single that I said that I was going to get done, I'm not getting it done. I want it done, they want it done, so like we have to get it done. And so I needed to put accountability back into that project because we didn't have a date. We had no date when we wanted to release it. We had no date when I was supposed to get any certain thing done because it was just like, okay, great, now it's time for me to mix it and I control it. Well, what happened? Other things came up. I had nothing in place to hold me accountable to it. Wasn't one of the goals or things that I was writing things daily, wasn't on any boards, wasn't on anything. You know, Etheric and B-Snare are great guys and they're friends of mine. So I'm sure after a while they'd call me out on my bullshit, but they're not going to like straight up call me up and be like, dude, where is this at? Like, and be rude or mean, like they're chill and that they wouldn't do that. So it's like, there's nothing to hold me accountable to getting that done in that project. So what we had to do is I, I texted them and I said, guys, let's jump on a call on Zoom because we're still living COVID times here. Let's jump on Zoom and talk about this and just talk about like, when do we want this song to come out? What do we have left that has to happen in the project? Like, blah, blah, blah. We put a date on the calendar. We had that discussion. We knew that we had to be prepared for that discussion. We had that. Now we both know what things are left in that project. And we put timestamps on it of when will that be done? Now, there's no one else in the world that's telling me I have to launch my single at anything. I'm not on any label. I'm not on anything. I don't have to launch anything. I could just stop you know, putting music out altogether for the rest of my life. But I want it out. And so to get it out, I need to put accountabilities in place by setting dates because no one else is going to set those for me. I have to set dates. And so that's one big recommendation I have. If you have that problem as a musician out there, but I think this is applicable to any creative at all, is that if you are having a hard time ever releasing your stuff and it's not like actually like a problem because you are judging yourself too hard or like procrastination or some other reason, it may be because you're not putting things in place to make it so that you have to get things down Give yourself a timeline, even if it's like you know that it's fake, like even if you know that if you don't do it, like nothing is actually going to happen. Give yourself some type of timeline so that that way you can try to hit that mark or not, because you'll still feel bad about it. If you don't hit the timeline that you said, nothing will actually happen. But what, what happens is you try to hit that, right? Because you're giving yourselves a target to hit. And so like, 
I would say with anything that you're trying to accomplish, one of the biggest things to hold you accountable is putting a timeline on it, putting some type of date. And, and out of all the things that we've talked about so far, the most important, I would say, is with any of these things that we've talked about, including putting a date on it, write the shit down. I know we talked about journaling and this whiteboard, which are innately by, by nature writing, right? Writing it down. But writing it down is, is a total different thing where once you write that date down, you write that in the calendar, those things are coming at you. Like that's on its way to being the time on the schedule that you are going to do that. So by the nature of writing down whatever it is that you want to say or do, it's holding accountability to what you want to do for it. So when it comes to accountability, we talked about writing things down, measuring that. We talked about what things you have in a date range, what you're doing with other people to put a timeline on it. I would say another thing, it's a very tricky thing because sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. And that's where it's going to come to knowing who it is that you do it with. Other people can be in accountability. Like I was saying with that single project, it's an accountability to put a date with these other people in the project because these other artists will call me and be like, Hey, did you get that? Did you get that mix done by now? Did you get those vocals put in there? Like you said that we're going to do. And if I say, no, that's going back to you, we have the positive or the negative that comes at the backside of that. And that's the, the piece that holds us to an accountability once we've set it up. Other people can be that motivation because you don't want to let them down or because you, mostly that, I think you don't want to let someone else down if you're working with them on something. So that's why a lot of people, when we're talking about that new year, when people set new things in place to be accountable to or new goals that they need to hold accountability to, a lot of people, you'll see it when they're starting out a new workout routine or a new diet or like these things that people tend to start in January, they do it with other people. So here's the trick to that. That can be good because that other person might have more motivation than you, or they might be up when you're down or vice versa. Like you may help each other in that way. But what can be very dangerous about that is sometimes those people can be less energy than you or down when you're down. And, and sometimes they can adversely affect if you are relying on that for your accountability. So I would say be careful with that where it is a really good thing to have and it's a really big thing to have someone that is aligned with the types of things that you're trying to work on. So if you have someone that is doing those types of things and it's going to be a motivating thing to you, it's, I don't say don't do that, but you just don't want to rely on people only to hold you accountable because what if you start this new diet and you have someone that wants your, someone else starts the diet with you and they want to do a cheat day the opposite day of when you want to do it. And then both of you like are waiting each other basically to not be accountable to that thing. Or what if you're doing a workout and you know, one person's like, all right, let's go for the run today. The other person's like, no, I don't want to. If that's your only thing that holds you accountable to going the run instead of like you had it on your, you had a training schedule. So you're like, hey, I know that you don't want to go today. I have to get X done. So it is what it is. You have to have something else out there. 
to do it other than just relying on those 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 people like that. But pairing them to, together can be really good. But it, it, once again, it's going to come back to self-awareness. If you are the type of person where you're really, really weighted by other people in a, in, in a way like that, it may not be great for that to be your number one way of holding accountable because anything that is not something that is a habit is less powerful for holding that accountability because it is contingent on the way that someone feels or acts. And that's tying back to where I was saying, I get tired. You know what I mean? I have down days. I have down weeks. I have down months. And if I'm relying on another person that is a human being that also has that shit happening in their life, they also have down days and down weeks and bad months and stuff like that. And then you're tying those together. Whereas a habit, it's something that is set in action. And it's just a thing that you do because you're supposed to do it. And that is stronger than when you link up with other people. So for instance, I podcast every Thursday. I don't always want to podcast every Thursday. I do enjoy this. I wouldn't be at episode 89 if I didn't enjoy doing this. I really thoroughly enjoy what this is and what it does for my life. But I don't always want to do it on Thursdays. But I knew that that would happen ahead of time. And so, but I wanted to do it every Thursday because doing a podcast weekly or creating content weekly forces you to be consistent with it. When you're consistent with it, it performs better. I get to meet more people. I get to network more. I get to do all of these awesome things that are benefits from having a podcast. And if you're thinking about listening, you know, starting a podcast, listen back. I have an episode on encouraging to start a podcast because it's been awesome for me. But I knew that it would perform better if I was able to do more of it. But I also knew that I would have down Thursdays and Thursdays where I didn't want to do it. By having a schedule, a content schedule of every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, I have to podcast. I have to. It makes it so that even though tonight when there's a Pats game on, try to get you out before this, but even though tonight when there's a Pats game on, when I'm really tired because I got up very early today and worked all day, when I'm not feeling about doing it, I have to do it. I have to. It would be different if I say, say, forget, there's no habits. I'm not writing shit down. I'm not looking at dates. I don't have a schedule, whatever. None of these things happen. And I'm relying on a person. And I say, you know, like when Ryan was on the show, if I'm like, yo, Ryan, like, are we podcasting or not tonight? If he's down too, he might just be like, no. And then all of a sudden, like, I just feed right into it because I might want to say no. And I say no to it. So long story short, it's not a bad thing to hold the, get accountability from other people. Like there are people that have business coaches. There are people that have accountability buddies. Like I've had people where I used to message them in the morning, be like, Hey, did you do this thing? How's this thing going? And like, we would make each other answer the question. So like, there are things that are really cool like that. Like I think Jake and I did that when we were taking cold showers for months, we would, we would ask each other every day, how was it? how was it to like make sure that we were doing it because we wanted to do that. And there was accountability back and forth from each other because we were getting asked that just like a boss at work or just like some other thing that has some type of power over you. It's like, you don't want to let it down. You don't want to say no. And so I'm not discouraging anyone to 
get their accountability from working with another person. I'm just discouraging from that being the only way because it's not reliable. We're just human beings. We all know that. Those that are musicians or like creatives that don't do business from their creative, you're going to hate this. You're going to hate hearing about it too. And I want you to know that I don't do all the business pieces that I do because like, first of all, I do, I do enjoy them a lot. One last thing here, because my friend was talking about it the other day with how he reviews his business, small business, by the way, he's just on top of his shit. I really respect this person. It, I, I, I enjoy business a lot. I really do enjoy business and there's a lot of things that I get a thrill on from business. So don't get me wrong here when I'm saying like I do enjoy business and I do enjoy business principles a lot. I don't know why. It's weird. On the flip side of it though, I'll say that I am also don't enjoy doing business a lot when I'm doing my creative portion. I do the business so I can be creative, right? So that I can make the money, make the living make the influence and impact that I want to do in the creative. But don't get me wrong. I understand you. If you're out there, if you're a musician or an artist or a freelancer, whatever it is that the hell that you do, and you're not doing a business out of this yet, or you don't plan to, I absolutely understand how jargony or stupid or frustrating or like how much you're like, I don't want to do business. I don't want to talk about this business. I don't want to grade it like this. All of that to say. This next one here is really potently businessy. It's something that small businesses don't even do. And it's something that even me, I'm kind of like, man, that's like, that's so businessy, basically. I, I have worked for a lot of Fortune 500 companies. They all have these. It's called a KPI, Key Performance Indicator. I know that that sounds absolutely terrible. And for those that have worked with those before, it sounds terrible and it is terrible. And it's also super like business meeting ridiculousness that you probably hate, which is why you are a creative. And I I get it. Okay. I want to say I get that. All of that rant just to say I absolutely get it. And it's really jargony. But what I will say about it is a key, for those of you that don't know what a key performance indicator is, KPI, it is very much what it sounds like, which is a key way to judge your performance, to judge how well you're doing, okay? And a lot of things that we look at, we don't even think of or are aware of that, that, that are that thing. But like, let's say for musicians, because I talk that talk all the time, you're probably seeing that 2020 wrap up of your Spotify performance. You're seeing your streams, total number of streams, total hours, listeners, amount of countries of people listening, like all of this information. Those are KPIs. Those are key performance indicators. How well is your music performing, right? And judging your KPIs is what Fortune 500 companies do because they are judging and making decisions based off of the key indicators of how well they are performing. Then they're making decisions because of that. They're making decisions to bounce off of that. They are stopped doing things if, if they feel like it's adversely affecting it, but they're looking at the things that matter the most and making decisions 
on how to make them better. That's what it comes down to. So as much as you may hate the jargon of KPI, key performance indicator, like all of this businessy, like in your face thing, if you're a creative and you just don't go down that path or or roll that way, totally get it. But you're probably doing it anyway. I just want you to think about it as an accountability way because that's what they're doing, right? You you put these thresholds up of like maybe it was your best year ever and you want to know why. You are finding out what's under the hood of these are the most important parts of the business. This is why I did that well, or this is the most important parts of my music. I really, I really want to do a tour in California. Okay, great. Am I getting any streams in California? No. Well, then I really shouldn't be performing there yet, or maybe I should be because if I want to change that, I have to do something about it. So it's an accountability for me to look at that KPI and think about it. It's, a, it's an accountability for you as an artist. And honestly, this hit me because I did really shitty this year with my music. My music did not do well this year. So it's made me take a sit back and be like, shit, what did I do? Did I do a bad launch? I know that COVID happened and I didn't do any live show, which did well for my first record. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But it's like looking back at the things that matter the most, KPIs for whatever it is that you're trying to do, and then doing something about it, that is an accountability for you. If you never hit that wrap-up button as a musician and see exactly what happened, you don't know if your music's doing well or not. Maybe you don't care. And that's totally, totally fine. If you just like are out there making your music because it makes you feel good or it does these other things, don't worry about this. Not everything should be measured in a KPI. Not everything should have accountability. That's why like my band practices that I used to have had been having on Wednesdays, every single Wednesday, it was like a way for me to write music with people that were friends of mine, drink some beers. And like, it was never to make it. It was to make me, keep me a better musician and keep me good at producing while I do all this audio stuff right now, but it was never to make it. So I didn't necessarily look at it with those same accountabilities, but even still, like if you want to be better, you usually have a practice and you have it like at the same time every week, every week to do the same things and you organize it. And like that, that all is holding something to keep you moving. And, and I'd say the same thing is, is if you are out there and you haven't thought of something in that way, maybe think about like, what are the key things that I can look at numerically that show me how well this thing is that I'm doing is performing? And then just making a judgment off of it because it will keep you accountable to getting things where you want them to be. And so whether you want more of something to happen or you're realizing not enough is happening or you need less of something to happening, it's just, it's a way to keep you accountable to it. So the last, last things I would say would be Forming micro goals if the goals feel too big or forming one goal if it feels like you have too many. Be aware of, of what are you using to hold yourself accountable. And, and it, it takes self-awareness versus what you're doing pen to paper and writing things down in action and a mesh between the two because you could be forming procrastination with the way that you hold yourself accountable if you make a list that's this big and you need to check off everything. Some, some people that works well for. Some people, it feels really good to make those little check marks, even though it's all micro goals. 
those little check marks for them, like pump them up. Like every time the check went off, they're like, hell yeah, I'm getting this done. Some people that's daunting and that will procrastinate the shit out of everything that you're doing because you just are like, holy shit, that list, right? Some people like me right now, I, I get scattered. Like I want to do a million things. Like I have to, like, if I see a list like that, I'm going to go all over. I won't accomplish any of them. I'll go all at all of them. I won't accomplish any of them. Cause I get pumped up and I think about it and then I start brainstorming and I like, I just go down these rabbit holes left and right. I always do. So for me, I will form procrastination if I have a list like this. So I legit have one thing every day and that thing has to be accomplished before noon or as early in the day as possible. Once it's accomplished, I have another one thing that happens or I have like a max of three things, but one thing is like the main thing. And for me, that is how I hold myself accountable and I don't create procrastination, but just be aware of that, that even though I've said a bunch of different things in here, there's a bunch of different things that need to align with the way that you are with what will hold you accountable to results in a way that doesn't squash creativity in a way that doesn't make you procrastinate, but makes you make action because there's either a positive or a negative result on the other side of that. And that's what helps. So hopefully this is helpful for some people out there if you are prepping up for the new year, because like I said, this episode should be coming out legit like a week before the new year. So if you haven't come up with something that you really want to tackle, even if you don't believe in this new year change and you just want to be in the flow of things, like I really encourage you, if you have nothing that's holding you accountable and you're not happy with what you're getting for results, change it, put something in place that is a habit that moves you to actions at times and dates to get things to happen that are not based off of motivation, not based off of another person. They're based off of a habit, a time, a date for you to get something done that has nothing to do with anything else except for those actions to make other actions happen. So thank you for listening to episode 89. I hope everyone is getting ready for a crazy, crazy good 21. I promise there's going to be good out of here. There was good that came in 2022, even though there was a lot of bad. There was amazing, amazing good that came out of 2020. 2021 will also have some amazing things, some very, very hard things too. But get ready for some cool goals, some new shit, putting things in place to get you there. And I will see you next Thursday night. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening.